0: I'm your host Fraser Bailey, and welcome to the VegUp Podcast, where we talk mindset, psychology, plant-based nutrition, lifestyle, and big dreams. So, if you want to get your head in the game, level up, and become the best version of you, listen in. Let's go. go I wanted to do a little extended version of this episode. I finished up yesterday uh, when I was in the car at the gym, and I had to go in and train. And then I was thinking about it while I was training, and I was like, you know what? I just feel like this this topic regarding the different uh, ascensions or <laughs> descensions around the, the ladder regarding the the levels of awareness. It's just so important. Like it's such a huge. Part of someone's potential growth that I I felt like I touched on each thing very briefly, <clears throat> but I didn't even really explain through my own journey, so you guys can understand where I'm coming from. So, like, if I was going to give you an example of like that ladder for myself, so you can imma- you can imagine where you are on that ladder. There was a certain point in time in my life <clears throat> when I I drank heavily, like I really binge drank hard and I abused prescription medications and just all as well as you know illicit drugs as well and it's like at a certain point in time I was unaware of how detrimental it was in my life because the people I around was around all did the same thing and so for me my environment was kind of confirming to me that this was normal and that's the biggest risk that we fall into. So, if everyone around you is binge drinking and everyone around you is eating like crap, and everyone around you has limiting beliefs around things that they can achieve, and they're always looking at negative outcomes and the, th- the reasons why everything could go wrong, etc., etc., then you are going to see that as the norm. Like, for you, that will be the baseline. And anything outside of that is going to be weird or, or like obscure or unusual. And I see this with people when I put forward ambitious entrepreneurial ideas to them and then they start rattling off all these reasons why it won't work and I look at the environment that they're in and they're in a pessimistic, negative, non-entrepreneurial environment to start with. So they're already conditioned to see challenges through that lens. And so if you're in an environment with like negative people and people who aren't achieving things that they want in their life, you have to really work hard to see that that lens. And for me, for example, like I was saying often it will come to your awareness by through accidental exposure or someone from the outside. <clears throat> and so for myself, I remember when um I got a, you know, I knew, uh, there was a certain point in time where I knew I had all these problems, and I think it was usually with my family mentioning things to me, like in passing, it was never like a direct confrontation early on, because I think they were intimidated to say anything, but it was usually in passing, and I think what really brought it to to light for me was when I started to go to see a psychotherapist by the name of uh, Frank Hayes. And I saw Frank for years and he really ultimately changed my life because he was able to shine an awareness on a lot of the thinking that for me early on I thought was normal because I was in this echo chamber of bad behavior and limiting beliefs and stories around why I am the way I am. And so he helped me move from this um, conscious incompetence sort of towards conscious competence in, in terms of just like life in general. Like I, right now, I'm being quite generalized in, in the sense that, the, like I was saying, there's many areas in your life where you might be more competent in and then there's areas in your life where you're not. But in terms of just like general well-being and happiness, he helped me sort of move towards that scale. Now, the reason why it still didn't feel 100% natural for me was in part my motivations for doing it were almost like um, external validation. So like I wanted to like be a really successful personal trainer and I wanted to achieve all these external things more so for the the social accolades that would come with it rather than the type of feeling that I wanted to feel of true happiness, fulfillment, content and, and meaning. I don't remember back early on in my journey of healing where I truly thought about like me wanting to feel truly like purposeful. It was more like I want to feel validated and and I want people to confirm my worth to me. So I'm going to achieve these things. And so for me, part of that external driver, like, and especially now with social media, it's, it's rampant where everything is based around and likes. And so a lot of what drives people's behavior is like, is it going to get a good social media response? And that trigger is like the carrot on the stick for a lot of people. And the other thing that I realized was that I was still in part engaging with or tolerating certain behaviors in my life or from certain people that kept pulling me back to like old thinking patterns and so for example you might be trying to change but you have families you know who who are treating you like that old person and this is the hard part because this is where you have to set clear boundaries and I've talked about this in other podcasts and I will continue to talk about in other podcasts with boundary setting because for example I posted an update On social media yesterday talking about this whole concept and it was funny because it was a long update and I knew That very few people would read it because we live in this a day and age of frickin ADHD and short attention spans where people won't take one minute to read something and They won't get any benefit from it because they're just so impatient and they just scroll and they remain the same and so I even in Instagram congratulated the people who I knew would go through and read the whole thing because that you're the you're the minority you are the few people who actually take time to self-educate when most people are just zombies and basically one of the responses that I got and I knew this was going to be a typical response is that no one in my family does this no one in my family supportive no one no one no one I'm like That is your standard. You are setting that baseline for people. You are clearly not setting boundaries for yourself. So part of this problem is not them. It's your inability to set clear boundaries and actually communicate with people in a constructive way. So stop making it about them. It's about you. And until you start recognizing that and truly adopting and embracing that perspective, nothing's going to change. So do you want to stay a victim and do you want to remain the same? Because people will use those stories like, well, I want to change, but no one in my family is supportive. No one in your family is supportive because they don't understand the importance of this goal to you. If they truly love you, they will respect that goal. And if they don't, then you need to create distance. And I hate to say it, but that's sometimes what you have to do. And people are not willing to do that. So you have to ask yourself, if you're not willing to do that, are you willing to just live a stagnant, mundane life with your current existence? That the, that's the hard thing for people is that <clears throat> they've created a life with no boundaries. and so you, And it's not to say you need to be hostile and aggressive. And sometimes maybe you do need to be clear and firm with people but sometimes you just need to vocalize the importance of the goal to them and you need to start educating rather than just being like obnoxious. Maybe you're coming across obnoxious or rude when you just need to come across as educational and informative and inspiring. And so that is often a big thing when it comes to environment. When your environment's not conducive with growth, that's why people fall back into conscious and confidence because they're always trying to fight the person they used to be. Like I, I liken it to like saying, for example, well, I still haven't eaten. You know, for example, like if someone wants to go vegan and they say, well, I still haven't eaten meat yet. Those types of words in that vocabulary is absolutely setting you up for failure. Or if you're like, I still haven't done X, Y, Z, like negative insert negative habit that I want to change yet. Like, can you not see how those words are setting you up to fail? Like, especially with the word yet, that implies that it's going to happen again. And as soon as you start saying that... Your, your old identity rears its ugly head to the surface under pressure and stress and you default back to that identity. That's what I was saying is that under pressure and stress, you will default back to your old identity. And people do this all the time. And so not only do you need to surround yourself in an environment where people, that, that is not the norm as much as humanly possible, and that's why getting coaching, mentorship, being part of masterminds, online groups like our VGR Basecamp, being part of our coaching system, because the online support, the online connection, that stuff can bridge the gap for many, many people. And it's the differentiator. I, I've had people whose lives have completely changed through my coaching. Even though they were pretty isolated in person, they got so much abundance online through myself and other connections that they made through me that it fulfilled that gap and they were able to make massive shifts with their life. And so it doesn't have to be physical, guys. And one of the things that I explained was that think of it like this so I used to smoke, and I mean, when I I used to, I wouldn't say chain smoke. But I used to smoke a lot when I was for about five years when I was in my late teens through to my early twenties, and now I don't even identify as a smoker anymore. So like I I don't even get cravings to smoke. Like I could have the most stressful day in the world, and I have zero intention of ever smoking a cigarette again, because it's just not who I am anymore. It's not in my nature. It's not part of my identity, and so. I'm sure that you can relate to this in many ways, for example, like maybe you you used to smoke or maybe you don't, you've never smoked. And if you've never smoked before, do you ever think about, oh my God, like I hope I don't smoke this weekend. Like say, say, for example, if you've never smoked before, if you've never done heroin, right? You don't go out and you think, oh my goodness, I'm really stressed. I hope I don't do heroin this weekend. I hope I don't smoke this weekend. Goodness, what if, what if heroin is in front of me? like how am i going to like resist the urge to to take the heroin like you don't even think about it it's not even on your radar at all like there's no trigger there and part of it is because you have zero attachment around your identity as a person who finds pleasure or relief in that thing the hardest part for people is transcending that over to other areas of their life especially when it comes to things that are seen as cultural norms. So for example, like consumption of alcohol or processed junk food or non-vegan foods or just watching Netflix and being fricking lazy. Like these are cultural norms. And so because cultural norms, like every second person does them and you can, unless you want to be a hermit and live in the Himalayan mountains in a cave with some monks, no one, like you're going to be exposed to these things at some point. Now, the biggest way I've been able to break through to that unconscious so that unconscious competence was constantly choosing to immerse myself in content, online, social media, courses, mentorship, conversations with people, putting myself in positions physically where those things are just not that common. I'm very rarely around people when they're drinking because I don't go to tailgating parties for football I don't go out at night to bars and clubs I'm at the gym I in fact when I choose to connect with people if someone's like hey do you want to meet up for lunch I'm like hey why don't you just come around and let's just hang out and talk like I would rather just have good conversation and I even tell them like I'm like hey dude I just want to have like good conversation with you and so often I I choose, I am intentional about putting myself in environments where those things don't exist. Like, like, for example, if rather than going out and have like going out to like a bar or a club or like somewhere to eat, why don't you go for a hike with someone? Why don't you go for a walk with someone? Why don't you go bowling? Like, put yourself in different environments. And I choose to put myself in environments with, with people that are more in alignment with health. So, for example, like when I finish my workouts, I jump into the sauna. And I meet all kinds of people from all kinds of walks of life who obviously value the process of being in the sauna for different reasons. And so part of your life, you need to start, for one, looking at people who seem to have the results that you want and how do they operate? What do they say? What type of words do they use? The vocabulary. What environments do they put themselves in knowingly, willingly? What do they say no to? Like, what are their boundaries and their standards? And you need to start modeling them. Copy them for the most part. And sure, early on it will feel clunky. It's going to feel like conscious competence. It's going to feel clunky. It's going to feel unnatural. You'll get resistance from family and friends because it's not your normal identity. They're going to be like, you've changed. Yeah, I'm changing. Why aren't you? Right? Like, why are you not changing? Don't stop me from growth. And so I wanna put this forward to you guys today because you're gonna hit resistance all the way through these different rungs of the ladder. You're not it's not gonna be easy, guys. It's not easy. But it gets easier once you get to unconscious confidence. Like for me now, working out is like a non-negotiable. I just get up and I go. Honestly, that's how it is. And sure, some mornings are more challenging than others. Sometimes I get to the gym and I don't have a great workout, but I show up because it's a non-negotiable. If you don't schedule things in as non-negotiables into your schedule and or have them scheduled in, it's always going to be this reactive, conscious incompetence where as soon as you're under stress, it goes out the window because you just don't have enough attachment to the value of the process. And so what I say to people is like, for example, I, there was a the couple that I was mentoring and they don't enjoy working out, but they love rock climbing. And I'm like, you need to understand that if you train more and you're more intentional about working out, you're going to become stronger and you're going to be better at rock climbing. And so now they're really consistent with their rock, uh, with their training. Because, and they've developed an unconscious competence with being consistent with their training because they've attached it to something that they value and enjoy. And so you need to start attaching these processes to things that you value and enjoy that are productive and healthy and meaningful for you guys. Trust me, this stuff is not easy. There's very few people who consciously develop unconscious competence in many areas of their life because people live on autopilot people live reactively people just live as victims like i was saying earlier if someone is going to say well my family has sabotaged me the reason why is because you're allowing that your standards at that are at that point and your vocabulary is insinuating and driving and catalyzing those results you've got to start taking accountability and seeing where you're falling short and i do this myself Like everything I'm telling you, I kick my own butt at times. And yeah, sure, there's a time to be gentle with yourself, but then there's a time where you need to literally just slap yourself across the face and say, get to work. I'm going to do another podcast on this because often I feel like I'm caught between these polarities where one side of the spiritual community is all kind of like overly sensitive and kumbaya and overly wrapping themselves in cotton wool and never achieving happiness or results. And the other side is like super aggressive, hyper alpha male punch you in the face and make you bleed. And I feel like you can have a degree of both. There's a time and place for both of these states and I feel like very few people actually share that and actually like move into that and and I feel like that's why my message often will be com- construed or someone will vibe with it and then the next week they won't vibe with another message that I share because they're like either in one camp or the other and I want to share that in more detail. But guys, climb the ladder today. I wanted to share this extra sort of extension to the podcast because I feel like this stuff is important. Remember... Reach out if you need help. I'm here to help you. It's on you to create these communities for yourself, whether it's physical, online. You need to start taking action today. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Veg Up Podcast and don't forget to subscribe so you can be the first to know when new episodes go live. Please leave us a review and share this on social media. Tag me. Let me know what helped you. Let me know what you want to hear more of. Let's get this information out to the world. Help me do that. And be sure to email us over at Fraser at EvolvingAlpha.com for coaching options and mentorship. Because if you want growth, it begins here, my friend.